Most people know that Apartments.com is the most popular place to find a place. That's because Apartments.com has the most rental listings and the most ways to find them. And thanks to some of the most powerful tools like 3D virtual tours. So you'll most likely find your most right place. And I think most everyone would agree that that's good news. Unless you're part of a most peculiar minority of people who prefer to have less than the most. Make the most of your obvious move for your next move and use Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisterino back here with you to talk about The Circle Season 2 premiere. And what a premiere. We just watched The Circle is back and so are your top two influencers here to talk about another season of The Circle back on Netflix. I'm Rob Sisterino. Here's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, how are you? I'm doing great, Rob. Very excited to be here. Uh, winky face emoji sent. <laughs> Taryn, you don't know how hard it was for me to open the show and not refer to myself as hashtag humble dilf. <laughs> hashtag humble dilf. Uh, well, I luckily you didn't because then I would have replied with hashtag I'm a fun guy too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so much to unpack here from uh, the kickoff of The Circle back on Netflix. Uh, we are going to have coverage of every episode of uh, season two of The Circle, which just dropped on Netflix. Uh, we will have four episodes of the podcast talking about all four episodes of The Circle, which just dropped this week. Uh, we'll cover only the premiere here. In case uh, you have watched ahead, we will only be talking about the premiere here in this episode. Then on Thursday of this week, Taryn will have episode two coverage. Taryn will have episode three coverage. And then we'll all get back together on Saturday for a week one roundtable live here on our YouTube channel at uh, Rob has a podcast on YouTube to talk about everything with a big panel. We'll do that every Saturday for each week of the circle. There's three weeks in total and then a fourth week, which will be the finale. If you want to subscribe to our circle coverage, get podcasts about each and every episode of the circle season two, plus uh, all the coverage that Taryn did about the circle UK and the celebrity circle UK, which just wrapped up, go to Rob slash circle podcast on Apple podcasts or search for uh, circle RHAP on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Taryn, how excited are you for more circle? I'm very excited. You know, we just went, we had the celebrity edition in the UK, which was very short and very fun. And we had the regular uh, edition season three of the Circle UK, which was which was very interesting, uh, had a very compelling storyline. And now we're back with the Circle US season two. And I really am excited about the direction that they seem to be heading. Yeah. Uh, the previews mentioned that this was a more strategic, the uh, strategically focused cast um, and right uh, right out of the gate. Almost every single person in their intro mentions strategy, alliances, and that is very exciting to me because I feel like this is an area of the circle that we have not really fully explored yet. Yeah. Season one of The Circle on Netflix, uh, very fun. Uh, not a very strategic season, very much about like the friends they made along the way uh, in Circle season one. How much ahead are the UK versions of The Circle, Taryn? 
Not that far ahead, to be honest. Um, it's the, in the UK, the idea of being tactical or strategic is kind of taboo in the way that it was when Survivor started airing here in the US. But they never really had their moments where Richard Hatch wins uh, and Dr. Will wins and uh, and everyone cheers and kind of. Um, so uh, the idea that a player might be playing the game is actually considered to be an insult uh, in the UK. And even though they are playing the game, they have to do so very, very lightly, lest they be caught having anything to do with strategy. And so that has kind of put a limit on the uh, the amount of strategy that they can that they can do. Okay. Um, any other big thoughts on the format change? Have you noticed anything that they are doing differently here in season two than they did in season one? Uh, comparatively, uh, not really. I mean, what's fresh on my mind is, is the UK season. Um, so, you know, there are obviously some slight differences. I feel like the decoration in the rooms is very yeah. different than how they decorate in the UK. I wanted to ask you this. Do they customize the rooms based on the, the people that inhabit them? Uh, for instance, Bryant's room seemed like that really matched his, uh, personality. Uh, when, uh, Teralisha comes in. She comments about how the blue cabinets match her hair. That do you th- are they like doing the set decoration to pair up with a person? I think to some degree, yes. Although I noticed that there were blue cabinets in maybe Chloe's room as well. There was somebody else's room also had that blue color, yeah. and I was like, "Well, there goes that." But but no, I I do think that they 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 try to have it match the person's personality yeah. to some degree. Like getting your H O H room. Yes, they could do a little uh, bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's meet our eight competitors uh, that we've met so far here in the circle and then uh, talk through the events of episode number one. Uh, we have Savannah here who comes in, who is, you know, a, a real standout. And I have to say, probably the number one contender. She feels like the main character to me right now. Uh, We're introduced to her first and we got her perspective consistently throughout. Uh, And then, of course, by the end of the episode, she is one of the top dogs. So uh, definitely feels like uh, somebody that is going to be here to stay. Yeah. Um, What exactly is her job? She works in Washington, D.C. She works in the government. She says she does data research on Capitol Hill. So, okay. and there's plenty of data to research. She works in robotics exactly also. What data she researches, but yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, Savannah, such a standout for me. Yes. As a big uh, fan. Going in as herself, yeah. which is, is usually a good thing um, mm-hmm. in terms of longevity. Um, she, has, uh, she has personality. Uh, she is uh, clearly very smart. Um, and I think that uh, there's a lot of potential here. I was a little concerned with Savannah when she walked in because uh, she looks very glamorous on her you know, entrance to the circle. And mm. I'm like, oh, well, people are not going to believe she needs a catfish because nobody's going to believe that she's real. And then uh, luckily, like uh, most of her pictures that she's posting uh, so far, her profile picture, uh, like very much like uh, like her on a normal day. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I feel like in some ways having that kind of contradiction where you have a personality that maybe contrasts with how you look can actually kind of sell that you're real. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to see in this episode when she talks about being the, on the robotics team, they were like, oh, 
she's got to be real. Uh, yeah. And that's because it's almost like uh, when you're catfishing, you don't expect somebody to come in with contradictions. You expect them to come in and play it like you would expect, because that's the easy way to, to do it. So if you come in with facts that might not uh, seem immediately apparent, then uh, I think it's actually more believable in some ways. Interesting. Um, all right. Speaking of catfish, we have Jack who comes in. Uh, Jack is uh, going to be playing as Emily. Okay. Uh, so we have uh, Jack who's going to be playing as Emily. Uh, that uh, He doesn't want to be just a boring, basic girl. He's going to uh, try to spice things up and say things like, Rosé all day. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to be a basic, bo- boring, cute girl, whatever. And then he writes the most basic, boring <laughs> bio. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I am concerned here about Jack because I, you know, like what he's going for in terms of like, hey, I'm going to be the villain. They'll never see it coming. But like, uh, I don't know if he like totally nailed the character of Emily before he set off to go do the circle. Yeah, and this is this is the complete opposite of what I just talked about with uh, with Savannah, where he's coming in, he's holding a glass of wine, or she's holding a glass of wine in her hand, um, and now her entire personality is that she just constantly talks about wine, mm-hmm. um, and like every comment is like some kind of like oh wine emoji, oh I've got I can't wait for my I don't know, wine alcohol thing to happen. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's very uh, like she has no personality so far. Yeah. Uh, now, Jack, as fans of the Purple Pants podcast, uh, might recognize that uh, Jack, I believe he went on uh, the trip that Bryce and Wendell took to uh, Survivor South Africa. They played in like uh, some Survivor game that was like U.S. Survivors versus South Africa Survivors. I think that Jack was a person that was on that trip. Uh, him and Bryce have become friends over the years he's a frequent contributor to the purple pants podcast but i do wonder if he might have uh binged bryce's season of survivor before he went out because he said when crafting emily he needed to make sure you You can't necessarily trust hot you can trust cute but you can't trust hot uh as spoken by uh somebody that bryce is not a huge fan of uh, lj Great LJ, yes. Well, words of wisdom. Um, I, I I don't know. Like uh, I I don't know if he nailed the photo though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, I mean I, I don't know. I feel like there were probably cuter photos that he could have gone with. I feel like uh, like I don't I don't know what the difference necessarily is between cute and hot, but uh, I don't know if he nailed it. Yeah, uh, Emily. I don't think we really got anything else about her character, right? Not really, no. Just uh, there's that's the, other than he 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 did extensive research by binge watching chick flicks. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure is going to. Did help he say which one he watched? I don't think so. Okay, all right. So um, we'll see. That there should have been some like integration with Netflix of like uh, I watched a bunch of films that women would like, like blank, blank, and blank, uh, and then uh, like on the bottom of the screen they can come up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If he fails at, at uh, pretending to be a woman, it's not great advertising. Not right? great advertising. Okay. All right. Um, we meet Bryant. Uh, mm. Bryant, he teaches breath work. Uh, Taryn, what do you think of Bryant? <sighs> okay. I'm 
I'm prepared. I'm prepared for this. Uh, well, <laughs> I actually I like Bryant. I feel like I like um, yeah, obviously he's such a caricature, uh, but um, it, it, it's fun. It's fun for me. Uh, I love that he's saying that he's lived many lifetimes. And so he's like he's talking about like, yeah, I live. I've lived many lifetimes. But at the same time, this might be his last lifetime. Yeah. So he has to live it to its fullest, um, which is just such a, a contradiction of ideas. I love it. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing if it's your last lifetime? Like, do you think that like you nailed it? That's it. You don't have to keep going back or it's like, hey, you get to go back. Yeah. Is is it like, uh, look, sorry, we've been we've been looking at your uh, your lifetime reports and uh, you're canceled. Yeah, this is uh, this is not working out. Unfortunately. You didn't get renewed have to uh, <laughs> yeah. send, send in another another soul for yeah. this lifetime. Ratings actually. are down. Yeah. Yeah. This slot needs to be fulfilled somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Bryant just seems like a super earnest person. Like uh, there is like no deception coming from him whatsoever that he's just going to like say whatever he feels in this game. And that's certainly what it seems like. And and he really feels like uh, it seems like he is a guy who has definitely gotten by on uh, having a handsome smile and a positive attitude. Yeah. And he has just entered the lion's den. Darren, I do feel like that this strategy, and I, again, I don't think it's strategy from Brian. I think this is who he is. But I do think that this earnestness does work. I feel like where people get in trouble in the circle is like, oh, that's shady. Okay, Uh, that didn't make sense what they just said. So I'm dropping them down in the rankings. I agree. I think that uh, here's the thing. I think that at first, you know, obviously he's already in some danger. But I think the the trouble is that it's going to be hard to relate to. It's going to be hard to to be like, oh, I can get along well with this guy. I can chat easily with this guy. So I think that in the beginning of the game, he'll have he'll be in a lot of danger. But if he can survive it then he becomes kind of a novelty. He becomes somebody that you don't need to worry about because he's not scheming against you. And that's where he could maybe come in and do well. But uh, I think he'll need to survive this first bid first. Yeah. Although this guy is probably a first boot in a Big Brother season, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Taryn, the light in me recognizes the light in you. Always. I'm, I'm very, very, very pleased that you said that, Rob. Okay. Um, let's uh, now get to where uh, things are getting a little more interesting. Uh, let's talk about uh, Delisa, who is going to be playing as uh, Trevor. She is 23, uh, backwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because I actually, I actually bought it. I yeah. was like, okay, she's 23. Oh, yeah. no, she's 32. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's going to come in and she's going to be playing as Trevor. Her husband. Uh, so this is sort of like the reverse Seaburn, where he came in last season and played as his girlfriend. Yes. Um, and uh, basically, one of the main reasons she said this, she said, people think that she's full of herself all the time. And so uh, men have it easier. So she's going to play as her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. So far, she has been one of my favorites in terms of just like how poorly she is playing a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she had like uh, highs and lows in this episode where she did things as Trevor, which definitely like raised some suspicion. But then towards the end of the episode, it seemed like that she did some really good work with Savannah and cleaned it up. Yes. Uh, and As per usual with catfishes, uh, when she's trying to catfish, 
it's not really doing much for her when she opens up from a personal place, then she starts to bond. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us like, uh, in terms without giving away any of the other seasons that you watched, uh, is, uh, the catfishing strategy, uh, more in vogue or less in vogue, Taryn? In terms of its effectiveness or yeah. its popularity? Yeah. Uh, both, um, <laughs> more effective I- and more popular. I would say it's in recent seasons, there have been more catfish than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really going in on the catfish angle. Um, and in terms of effectiveness, uh, it seems like the best way to catfish is to basically uh, have it so that people know that you're a catfish and don't care. Um, it's very rare that a catfish will completely get away with everyone buying in that they're the person they are and also win the game. I, I think the the ideal is that if people think that you're a catfish, but they don't really care, then they're going to be a little bit more lenient to you in the final rate rankings because, well, this person's a catfish. Surely other people won't rate them too high. That's an opportunity for me to rate them a little bit higher. Um, and uh, then everyone makes that same mistake. And then all, all of a sudden, a catfish wins. Yeah. Um, the uh, catfish is, in terms of the balance to the new players and the catfish, like, can players like sort of like uh, intuit anything from the number of catfishes of say like, hey, I'm a catfish. So there's probably two other catfish sort of like an Among Us games where you know how many imposters there are. Uh, they, they probably should. Um, I, I think it's it's relatively equal. I think in season three of the UK, there were more catfish than than real people, but not by a huge margin. So I think that you can probably estimate that there's about half of the cast uh, as catfish generally. Um, And then you can count uh, however many catfish end up leaving the game or however many real people leave the game. And and they are not going to compensate for that. Mm -hmm. I think they have a set number of people going in to begin with. So um, if a bunch of real people leave, then you can expect that you're surrounded by catfish. Yeah. If the players are thinking that we're not hearing it, like, for instance, like when they had like the girls just want to have fun chat in the episode that Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like any of the women are saying, like, okay, well, there's definitely somebody here that is an imposter. And part of me wonders if maybe, you know, if we skip to the end of the episode here, Emily is not rated very highly. Um, Part of me wonders if the reason why is because they said, okay, there's four women in this, in this cast. Um, Two of them bonded and believe each other and, and feel like they're real. One of them is from a TV show. Definitely feels very real. The other one seems pretty neutral, is talking about wine and doesn't have any strong opinions. Uh, they probably thought that Emily was a catfish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, especially that both uh, Savannah and Tara Alicia that uh, we'll talk about, like they, they just seem like so on it. Like the two of them are just like locked in and they both seem like really good players. Uh, they seem like yeah. they're going to be able to really uh, deduce uh, what's going on. Uh, let's talk about Tara Alicia, uh, who um, she it has an interesting background. Uh, she's into math. She says math is your money. Uh, she uh, discovered Terralicia's uh, theorem, which we didn't get to find out what that was. Yeah. Um, she uh, she says she's a cool teacher uh, yeah. because of her hair. She says she's from Triple D, Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what that means? Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to ask Because there's only one D uh, in Dallas, Texas, as I, I far as I'm concerned. Uh, the, um, like the, I think the airport, when you land in Dallas, is another, is another D. Okay. Yeah. So, 
Uh, we are going to get dragged by the Texas <laughs> listeners. Uh, this was uh, a, I a do poor think avenue to steer I down. Like, I feel like I try. I think I feel like I've heard it before, and I've heard it explained before, but I do not remember why. I'm also googling Tara Leisha theorem, and uh, it says there aren't any great matches for your search. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see if we can uh, figure that out later on. Um, she has an expert catfish meter, which I think that she, she sort of uh, displayed that. Yeah, so far so good. Um, I mean, she she has definitely put her uh, math where her mouth is, and uh, and she's she's already on to some catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, she calls herself also the queen of the jungle. Queen of the jungle. And uh, she says, Rob, she says she is a lion. Mm-hmm. Leo, yeah. She's a lion. Yeah. Uh, Anthony would be proud. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm, I'm seeing that uh, Triple D, because of the old uh, Dallas utility logo, which had three Ds in it. Okay. Or it was like a, it was three lines of a D, City of Dallas. Oof. Uh, RIP our mentions on this one. <laughs> this is not going to go great. This is not going to go great. Okay. Um, let's talk about Lee. Lee comes in. Lee is going to play as River. Lee is an author. Mm. He's used to being a catfish. He was catfishing before it was called catfishing. Yes, he was an author who wrote under a female pen name for years. Uh, and this is what I've, I've been asking for an author on this show before. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm super excited because like surely an author knows how to get in the head of a character and, and write dialogue for that character. Um, so I'm very curious to see how Lee performs here. I feel like we didn't get a lot from him. No. Um, but uh, but obviously the the main caveat here is that uh, you have to be a good author. Yeah. I really was surprised that River was not uh, in the bottom two. I, again, I feel like we didn't really hear anything. Well, that's from River. why. It's like nobody yeah. connected with River. Um, like River looked like his pictures are like from the 1970s. <laughs> I mean, he looks like people I went to college with, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Lee studied up on some slang to get ready Mm. for that. You know, he looked up things. uh, He knows what LOL means. Uh, He also knows uh, what YOLO means. No, he does not. Oh, he doesn't. He knows it now. He doesn't. He knows it now. Um, (laughs) Hopefully he knows it now. Yes. Okay. Taryn, he looked up what. Uh, dot T is, uh, and I gotta say, I'm stumped on that one. I do not know what dot T is. I, I did, I could have looked it up before the podcast, but I wanted to come on and be authentic in my truth of, I don't know what, if I, if I got a text message that said dot T, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got nothing. You don't know I'm, it either. I'm, I'm okay. trying to Google it. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting oh, the mentions are going to be stock prices. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that Tesla stock? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I don't know. Dot T. Is that like, uh, you know, you, it's not short for like uh, the T. Dot T. I'm going to look on my, uh, my go-to source here. Okay. Uh, that's what you text. Dot. When you don't want to type out the word period T. Okay. So oh. I guess that's like an exclamation, you know, uh, line break. With the T at the end. That yeah. makes more sense to me. Okay. Yeah. Not dot, you would not say dot T. That's the, it ruins the entire point. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that, that's what they put on the screen. 
you know, like but when you see dot com, you don't say like go to Rob is a website period com <laughs> dot is dot. <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh I, did he say dot? It said on the screen there was a there was a, a you know line break period uh and then the letter T. And he said, I know what this means. Okay. All right. I called so, it dot T. So you're so you're the one that messed this up. I, I mean I told you I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> so Okay. That, I don't know, Rob. We'll have to I think we'll have to poll the audience. What's worse, not knowing triple D or uh or calling it dot T. Yeah, well what is geography? That is not my strong suit. Um okay, so uh, we're going to meet Chloe also. Chloe from Too Hot to Handle, which we talked about. I'm not sure what that was. You know, time's a flat circle. Uh, speaking of circles, um, it was uh, on last year. I feel like it was like April-ish, May-ish uh, that that was another Netflix series. Taryn, are you familiar with the premise of Too Hot to Handle? Wasn't it that they just put a bunch of hot people on like an island and then they were like, if you guys don't have sex will give you money yes basically that if you break the rules the rules were no physical contact and then if you break the rules they took money away but the people were so thirsty on the show that they couldn't resist well given what i've seen from chloe so far yeah yeah chloe is fun but yeah that she was described as boy crazy by some of the other contestants and i think that that is uh a accurate depiction unfortunately for chloe she never met anybody like she could not find a match on too hot to handle well hopefully she has found her match here on the circle with trevor Mm -hmm. yeah and (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's doesn't have the greatest taste in men. If I recall in Too Hot to Handle, the one guy she was really like head over heels for, like uh, really kind of like did her dirty and like uh, like just uh, dropped her for somebody else uh, out of the blue. And so Chloe, you know, people want her to find love on Netflix. They, well, there you go. Well, uh, hopefully she will. And hopefully uh, England and America will never have a war. Yeah. No, she's not book smart, Chloe. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately. She's fun. She's fun. Uh, she kept saying on the Too Hot to Handle, she was looking for a geezer uh, who would give her good chat. <laughs> there you go. That was what she was in search of yeah. on, the, the, on well, luckily, Too Hot to Handle. Luckily, Rob, we have, we have discovered what geezer means, mm-hmm. uh, what geezer gals are. Uh, so we're we're all on top. She's looking for uh, a, a guy who can who can talk with her. Well, yes, yeah, that's right. See, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're ready to uh, to talk with Chloe, and uh, she did make me laugh when she talked about how on Too Hot to Handle she won uh, ten dollars and fifty cents. Uh, they lost so much money, but because so many people where you couldn't keep their hands off each other, that the prize money just kept dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. We didn't even know how you won the show. Then it, there was like $1,000 left, and they, and they had to like split it like 12 ways. <laughs> well, that's more than ten fifty though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was making a joke. She was making a joke. Um, okay. And then uh, f- finally, the last contestant we meet is Courtney. Yes. Yes. Okay, I feel like uh, I didn't get much from this opening. 
Yeah. Other than he will treat the circle like a huge game of chess. Okay. So, uh, Courtney is here. I thought Courtney was going to come in and catfish. Nope. Nope. Uh, playing as, playing as Courtney. Courtney was fun. And, um, you know, as uh, is, is coming in and, uh, now we're ready to go. We got all of our eight players and, uh, we get everybody chatting. The first maybe faux pas of the season happens when Trevor just uh, drops. Hey, does anybody else have kids? Yeah. Just, uh, trying to make sure everyone knows he's a single father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this really is like, uh, again, when you're a catfish, you try to lean into the role that you are playing. And so like, hey, well, I'm a single father. What do single fathers do? I don't know. Talk about their kids. Uh, let people know that they're single fathers. Here we go. Does anyone have kids? Hmm. Yeah, and so that's sort of like uh, gets some eyebrows raised where people are like, uh, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, and th- but then it, like just immediately it transitions to like over the top flirting, which is w- really like what we saw in season one of the U.S. Circle is that uh, flirting was was currency. Flirting was how people just communicated mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, um, and. It seems like we may not get that too much this season, uh, apart from the very public uh, flirting between Chloe and Trevor. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah. In fairness, I don't know if Chloe knows any other way to communicate. That seems very fair. (laughs) Um, I'm also like a couple of them recognized Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. Yes. But it was never addressed. I'm very upset about it. Yeah, that they never asked her about it. Yeah, did nobody was nobody like, hey, are you Chloe from Too Hot to Handle? Like, did they not have that conversation? So, Taryn, first, I I was surprised that she didn't catfish. As uh, like, I thought that it's sort of like it would be fun for the viewers to have Chloe from like, oh, I like Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. Let me check this show out. But then to have her as Chloe from Too Hot to Handle in the circle, like, it feels like that that's just a little too meta for me. I guess so. I mean, could you imagine her catfishing? It would be hilarious, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so to have like, oh, I really want to flirt with Trevor, but I'm a 40 year old dude. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting uh, that I think it does, though, you know, she is an influencer. I mean, that the show is supposed to be about telling us about like what's going on on social media. I I do think on the other hand, it does add the interesting element to you know what what does fame do for a person or at least uh pseudo fame of i mean because it's sort of like oh she's famous she's on a netflix show wait a minute we're all on a netflix show Mm -hmm. we're all the same famous as her i mean we've seen uh in in shows like survivor and big brother returning players or um or just anyone with with notoriety or fame who comes into a, a game, a social game, will often have some extra capital mm-hmm. uh, because people want to be close to them yeah. uh, and they want to like be friends with them. Um, and uh, I don't know if, uh, again, it's hard to know because we didn't really have these conversations, but it doesn't seem like that was really the case here no. with Chloe. You know, in talking about in the all-time Survivor countdown, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of seasons uh, where they bring back players. You and I just talked about Survivor Guatemala uh, this past week where, you know, there are players who are like, oh, you can get uh, Stephanie and Bobby John's autograph later. Uh, in later seasons, like Survivor uh, Redemption Island and Survivor South Pacific, like Francesca is talking about like, hey, we don't want uh, these uh, returning players. Christine Markoski calls coach a temporary player. 
Nobody seemed like a like. Oh wait, they're they're here now. Okay, we got to get rid of them. Yeah, uh, and so he, so here in the circle. I mean, I, I think it's also like like who who really is Chloe to the circle, right? Like um, star of Too Hot to Handle, season one. I mean, uh, she seems very fun and entertaining, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think. There were there were maybe like two people that recognized her and probably everyone else was like, what's what is that? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that effect probably uh, didn't didn't pan out too much. Yeah. Uh, instead of too hot to handle, should they have gone with some of the stars of Tiger King to bring them into the circle? I'd, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I never ended up watching that. But aren't mm-hmm. they maybe Carol Baskin uh, might have been available. Uh, Joe Exotic uh, still uh, waiting for his release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call him from prison. Yeah, I guess he. I mean, theoretically, I mean, I guess he could play from his cell, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, he'd be a good catfish, jungle catfish. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, he knows, knows all about animals, right? We'll be right back with Taryn to break down more from the Circle season two premiere. But first, let me thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at Honey. The browser extension that saves you money, you can get it for free at joinhoney.com slash R-H-A-P. Like the people on The Circle, we all chat online, but we all shop online too. And you've seen that little promo code that taunts us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for those coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds into your shopping cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery as well. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down. All you have to do is hit apply the coupons within seconds. As Honey searches for coupons, it is going to find the best one. When it finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I love the Honey browser extension. Anytime I'm shopping online, I always make sure to see if that little uh, cursive H is lit up in my Google Chrome bar because that means that it's about to drop in a promo code. 15% off, 20% off, free shipping. Who knows? Whatever the best one is. Anytime you're going to be sending a gift, Mother's Day is around the corner. You want to send flowers to mom. I've used it. You're going to love it too. I'm thinking that Delisa, if she's going to get that Gucci bag, hit that promo code on Honey and boom, she'll be saving lots of money. Honey has found its over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't have Honey already, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash R-H-A-P. That's joinhoney.com slash R-H-A-P. Let's get back to talking about The Circle. Courtney has a question for the group. All right, little icebreaker. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? And Courtney volunteers, uh, you'd be a pineapple mm-hmm. because they are, uh, he is quirky and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Karen, did you give any thought to this question? Do you know I did not give any thought to this question, actually, did you? I did, and I, I struggled with mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, with, with, with what, what fruit would I be? Yeah, I'm also struggling because I don't attach any personality traits to fruit. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was, all, they're all sweet. 
Like that's just a quality of fruit, pretty pretty much most of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm wearing a blue shirt. I guess I'm a blueberry because I'm blue mm-hmm. and sweet. Blue and sweet. Yeah. I was thinking I about like, uh, am I an apple? Because basically, like, uh, just very, very, you know, just uh, you're gonna get me every day. <laughs> like uh, always in season. Gonna, like apples. Yeah. 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 I don't know. If anybody in the audience has an idea of, uh, you know, what produce uh, Taryn or I would be, uh, we'd love to hear it. Let us, you know, there let was us that know. one listener who has that um, uh, uh, aphantasia, maybe. I don't, I, I don't remember the exact uh, name of it. I think that is not the correct name of it at all. Where you taste words. Oh, yes, names, yes, yes, yes. But I don't remember what I tasted like. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I do recall that, but I don't remember exactly uh, what the outcome was. Um, All right. So we got a game. New game. All right. Uh, They're going to give us two people, and then you pick which is which. But Taryn, I find this very confusing when we get the catfishes involved. Yeah. Uh, Is this the the person or the character? Yeah. Because I'll be honest, uh, when we get to the first question, my partner's mom walked in when I was losing my virginity. Uh, all right. Is it River or is it Trevor? And then it turned out it was Trevor. But wait, was it really Trevor or was it Delisa? This is very all very confusing to me. I think it was Delisa. Yeah. That's, what I, that's how I interpreted it personally. So the guy... That when Delisa lost her virginity, the guy yes. she was with's mom walked in? Yes, I think so. Very confusing. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't the catfish get to make up facts about themselves if they're catfishing? I would assume so, but I, I guess she just translated this one. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe she was like, this is something that happened to me, so therefore it has happened to Trevor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is fair. I think that's a good way to do it. It's a personal story; you can tell it well. You mm-hmm. just have to change the gender and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about this? Uh, who raised ten thousand dollars to save a friend off the street? Unquestionably, Brian. There's no <laughs> chance this is anyone but Brian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so that he raised ten thousand dollars. We don't know how. Any ideas? He taught people how to breathe. A lot of breath work lessons uh, for $10,000. And uh, he, you know, said that, hey, Savannah, look, if you apply yourself, you could do that too. Uh, He knows that she'll she'll raise $10,000 for somebody on the street someday. Yeah. Uh, High expectations. Right. This is is part of the problem, right, with Bryant and part of the reason why Trevor uh, clearly does not like Bryant very much. Um, Brian is the kind of person that makes other people look at themselves and go, well, I don't, I don't do that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's still a good person though, right? There's got to be something wrong with him. Yeah. Brian would be a lot, I think, to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, unless he is your, uh, loyal to the end, unbreakable bond buddy. But even still, like, I feel no, like. No, no, that's, that's the most, uh, <laughs> the most hard to handle. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, all right. Then who met a guy in a bar and booked flights to Paris together? I mean, how easy could this question be? Yeah. Uh, like, obviously, who was on too hot to handle? 
Yes. Uh, not not only that, but also like this is way less out there for somebody that lives in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, like in, in Europe, right? Like uh, for somebody to meet somebody in a bar and go fly to Paris from the US is from, from Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a way different story. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, somehow then uh, River, a.k.a. Lee, thought that, okay, I, uh, maybe uh, Tara Alicia is going to be it. Uh, and she was very offended that she got yeah, picked for like, that. She'll appreciate this. It's a compliment. I'm, t- I'm saying she she seems like she'd be spontaneous like that. She's going to be offended. She didn't think it was a compliment. No. Okay. Uh, and then who uh, was this- part of the national robotics team? Was it uh, Savannah or River? Well, uh, we missed the... Uh, this the. Uh, Paris uh, flight thing was when uh, Trevor said, uh, oh, yes. hashtag plus I'm a fun guy. Plus I'm a fun guy. You know, the hashtags on this show are like, and I think we talked about this a year ago, that they use hashtags on this show in ways that nobody else uses hashtags. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and like, I guess this is, uh, if you watch the, the UK season three, this is like uh, like the action man hashtag. But like, even then, like, in the UK, they seem to use them somewhat correctly. Like it was hashtag geezer gals, hashtag circle siblings, hashtag action man. It was like actual hashtag common things that they'd say all the time. And just saying hashtag plus I'm a fun guy. That's a statement. Mm-hmm. You did, that is not a hashtag. That yeah. was an additional sentence to your message that you just put a hashtag in front of with no spaces. Yeah. Um Taryn, that was a great observation. Hashtag, you are a great podcaster. Oh, thank you so much. Hashtag, I am very appreciative of your compliment when you said that I was a great podcaster. I can't wait to use that hashtag again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of hashtags uh, for anybody who's out there is that there are so many people using this hashtag. You could click the hashtag and see everybody talking about this at the point that you are using unique hashtags. You no longer need to hashtag something. I'm currently uh, searching in Twitter hashtag plus I'm a fun guy. And my search results brought up zero results. Nobody's ever said it. I mean, I imagine that there will be some results uh, soon, mm-hmm. but as of as of right now, yeah, we're the first to get here. Yeah, all right. Who's uh, part of the U.S. national robotics team? Uh, Savannah or River? Uh, good job by uh, just about everybody guessing that it was uh, Savannah. Who was the one person that guessed River? Did you catch that? Um, I believe it was Trevor. Mm, okay. Yes. Uh, so uh, good job. She was, I think she's. I think she was like. Uh, this seems like a guy thing. Yeah, it would not be uh, a woman thing. Perhaps uh, Christian Hubicki and Savannah could uh, get some sort of like robotics podcast going. Well, hey, uh, Jack won't want to hear that because he is low key in love with Savannah now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so uh, they all know each other uh, a little bit now, and so. Um, we're seeing that uh, Chloe is, uh, you know, very much uh, she wants to get with Trevor. Uh, that's still very, very much like uh, Trevor's, uh, you know, front of mind for for Chloe. She doesn't understand any other game except for uh, I need to date somebody. Well, yeah, Rob, love is in the air. Uh, Chloe and Trevor, uh, Jack, aka Emily, and Savannah. 
Um, speaking of hashtags, uh, we got hashtag data daddy. Yeah. Uh, from Emily slash Jack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what was the you data daddy? Who, who is the daddy in that scenario? I don't know. Uh, it's, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. At least it's a better hashtag. Um, mm-hmm. And if I search hashtag data daddy, I'm concerned about these results, but there are results. Um, <laughs> no, so, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> don't click on that. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, in the episode that I think that at, w- at one point when Trevor was, uh, tr- I forget which woman Trevor was talking to, uh, that then uh, we saw Delisa say that if somebody said uh, that compliment to her, this would be her reaction. Damn, Daddy, can I taste it? Yeah. <laughs> Not data, Daddy. No. <laughs> Damn, Daddy. <laughs> hashtag, can I taste it? That's a hashtag. <laughs> that Damn, was, uh... Daddy, can I taste it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Courtney's going to get a call from Brian in the private chat. <laughs> He has an offer, an offer unlike any other we've ever seen in the history of reality television, Taryn. Mm-hmm. The offer is, uh, I offer you friendship with unbreakable loyalty for many lifetimes. What do you say? Will last many lifetimes to the end. You know what? Uh, that sounds like a great deal. I have only ever gotten offers that last the one lifetime, and I don't think anybody has had the courtesy of offering me Many, many lifetimes. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm going to have to accept that offer. You have gone well over the uh, asking price. Yeah, I mean that is a very generous offer. Yeah, um, I don't know. This is my problem with the episode. I felt like it was a little under edited, uh, and I have no idea why Bryant chose Courtney to make this offer. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where this come came from. I don't really even know how Courtney feels about it other than the weirdness of the initial ask, mm-hmm. which obviously it was weird, but like, how does he feel about it now? I don't really know. I thought Courtney responded to it very well, though. I think that yeah. that would be very hard to like give a sincere answer to that request. And uh, Courtney was able to do it and basically uh, gave like a very Bryant answer back. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, I feel like um, it was it was not it was not an offer of loyalty for many lifetimes, but uh, it was like, let's let's start slow and we'll see where we go. Yeah. Hashtag loyal lads. Yeah. <laughs> for all we know, uh, this is our last lifetime. Yes. So uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Do you think anybody's used hashtag loyal lads? I'm going to guess yes. Mm hmm. Do we want to know in what context? Um, let's see here. The, the first, the latest tweet is from San Diego's loyal rainbow fans. Okay. All right. The true loyal lads. Yes. Uh, looks like a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, sports. Okay. So, meanwhile, the loyal lads, they have their thing going on, but uh, we're going to see Emily is going to uh, start out uh, the group chat. Actually, uh, it is funny that uh, the catfish name that uh, Jack chose to go with, uh, popularized by the great Bryce Isaiah, is... (laughs) Yeah. 
uh, I wonder I mean, that's if that's a coincidence. It, right? Yeah. 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 Surely. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, robotics engineers. Okay. So, uh, girl group chat. Call it girls just want to have fun. Karen, you know what I think is amazing also? Nobody seems to struggle with like, uh, wait, how do I do? Like, everybody like comes in and is able to very quickly have operating of like uh, the, the circle machinery like nobody seems to even have any hesitancy yeah it's which is always funny because whenever somebody is like catfishing as an old person they're always like oh i wouldn't know how to work this but they all know immediately they're just Mm -hmm. guided through it it's they're not it's because they're just talking to somebody right but it's like uh yeah there's no sort of uh i i do feel like the circle could use a little bit more world building Hmm. Uh, yeah why are they here what is the circle uh how does it work how did they figure out how it works yeah it's interesting you know that they i guess like they did the research on this and i don't know if they touched on uh the pandemic in any of the uk versions that you've watched recently but i do feel like that you know the circle like looking back was like they were the first people quarantined and social distancing and so now you have now we've spent a year where we're all living our lives in the circle. And uh, this existence that they're in is not like strange or uncommon to us, uh, but really no mention about uh, the world. I, I mean, I guess that they feel like, hey, two years from now, if somebody's popping in the circle season two, uh, we want this to be evergreen. Yeah, that's and that's fair. Uh, I, I do feel like it just overall, this episode felt very rushed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I remember saying that about the first episode of last season um, in the U.S. as well. That uh, it just felt a little bit un- uh, under edited. Uh, the voiceover was a little odd. Um, it just uh, it was a little little lifeless, um, and just the pacing just felt very off. Um, like, uh, they're just, I, I don't know. There was just something off about the episode. Did we start with eight players to, um, start last season? Do you remember? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that traditionally like what they'll start with eight? That is traditional in, in circle land. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about the hashtag circle sisters, hashtag girl gang. Um, so the women are all together and mm-hmm. it does seem as though the women are bonding, uh, minus Emily. Yes. Uh, well, so, you know, Emily is trying to to get this gal chat going. Uh, girls just want to have fun, um, which I thought was uh, that just didn't seem like a realistic name of a girl chat to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Chloe wants to take over and talk strategy and asks if any of them are single. I was like, wait, what happened to the strategy? Mm hmm. <laughs> okay so you're asking about okay uh and they immediately are like uh all right well uh we're concerned about trevor and yeah. uh this puts chloe off yeah because trevor of among many things uh that savannah said uh, she didn't like when uh he used a hashtag i'm a fun guy mm-hmm. did not like that and also it's weird um hey Teralisha's like, uh, what's up with uh four one one? What is this? Nineteen ninety? Yeah. Uh, which like fair, like, uh, mm-hmm. like. But in I, fairness to uh, to Trevor, that he is not lying about his age. Uh, that we we saw Delisa come in. That she says, I- I'm I'm twenty three backwards. Uh, she says Trevor's age is thirty. It's not like. 
that she's 50, like masquerading as like 25. Right. But that's all the more confusing to me because uh, like uh, 32 is only three years older than me. Mm-hmm. I would never in my life use the term. Give me the 411. <laughs> Uh, I know what it means. Um, I've yeah. heard it before yeah. when I watched TV shows from the 90s, mm-hmm. um, but I would never use it myself in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they still have 411? I'd, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call it and let us know. <laughs> well, let's find out. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think that that is something that I've uh, ever said before of uh, what's what's the 411 cut to somebody sending me my mention uh, podcast from last week where I'm talking about the 411. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I guess that is an outdated expression. Yeah, I I would I would say so. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's still in use. I, I, I think uh, I'm Googling it says outside of North America. One one n numbers are still in use, but hmm. other than that, I'm not seeing anything else. Okay. Um. So, Chloe is asking for help about. Uh, she is torn about Trevor because uh, she attr- attracts the wrong ki- kind of guys. Uh, hashtag help a girl out. Yeah, I it was. I don't know what where she was going with this, but it just it immediately screamed like defensive. Uh, mm-hmm. And seem to immediately put uh, Tara Alicia and Savannah off. Yeah. Uh, that, like there's already a, a rift here. I'm not sure what they could do for Chloe. Like I feel like that maybe could they just get like an ice bath or something that I just feel like that she's in permanently in like one state and I don't know how they fix her. Yeah. Uh, it's um, I don't know. Yeah. How do you how do you help her out? <laughs> I, they, I don't like, know. You've already you've already said. He seems suspicious. Yes. Like maybe. Yeah. Savannah could sort of like uh, just like start to get into like the inner workings of robots. And maybe that could sort of like uh, just like um, like lose the mood for Chloe. Yeah. I mean, they really did do Chloe dirty here. Uh, There are basically two eligible straight men in the circle uh, and, uh, one of them is actually his wife and the other one is Bryant. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, where is she going to go? Perhaps if she survives the elimination then they'll bring in somebody who's more of an eligible, uh, bachelor for her, or maybe one day she'll get to be on the challenge and then, uh, they, she can meet some guys there. Uh, all right. Alert. It's time to go berserk. Courtney says, uh, time to rate the players. Any surprises uh, for you in terms of what the ratings the players were giving out? Um, nothing too surprising. We see Savannah and Tara Alicia give each other uh, the number one spot. Yeah. Um, we saw the most amount of ratings from Tara Alicia, who gave Trevor fourth place and Chloe last place. Um, we see Savannah give Bryant last place. Uh, Trevor also not a fan of Bryant. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of hate. Yeah, I hate there. Did you think that the ratings were especially uh, strategic uh, this time around? I think that the word tactical uh, got thrown around a lot. It did. But the problem is that I have no idea what their relationships are. So, like, they're convinced that it's all tactical and strategic. But I don't know what the relationship was for it to have diverted from the relationship to become strategic. So. Mm -hmm. I I have no idea. 
Yeah. Like I implying that these ratings were strategic implies that uh, Teresa and Savannah are not actually popular and that uh, that, uh, you know, Bryant and Emily are. Um, but that's not the impression that I got from the episode. So I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Um, after the ratings are complete, uh, we see Trevor put in some good work with Savannah and they bond over the single parent household. Uh, and while Savannah did have uh, some concerns about Trevor, thought he was sus earlier in the episode. Basically, uh, Trevor wins her back over here. Yes. And Hashtag this is your big uh, bro. This is key. We see this all the time in the circle where somebody is an influencer or about to be an influencer and uh, they are planning on blocking one person, especially in the early game, uh, just reaching out to that person, forming a genuine bond with them. This could be what saves Trevor's life in the game because mm-hmm. as we see, Savannah and uh, Tara Alicia are going to become the influencers. Trevor doesn't know that right now, yeah. but uh, guarantee, I mean, they there's probably a decent chance they would have blocked Trevor here. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely possible and uh the way that the episode is set up that they're not only they're going to block somebody they're also going to give two people immunity i wouldn't be surprised if trevor is the person that savannah gives the immunity to it's certainly possible rob i can't wait to find out it's so exciting (laughs) yeah um well i guess then uh to skip ahead a couple of moments uh they could have told us who got immunity yeah, again, like I feel like I got such a, a small amount of information yeah. about the players and what's happening. Like, why did you need to leave this out of the first episode? That being said, I think that um, other than us and the people who might be listening to this podcast, I think that uh, we might be the only people who stopped and didn't just watch episode two. Like, basically, I, like th- this is yeah. like a three hour episode. Uh, and I, I get that. Like, I get the point is that you got to make them watch the next one. And you're just trying to get them to binge. Um, and that's very much in in line with how the circle uh, tends to edit things. Um, but uh, for me, it's 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 just uh, don't cliffhanger me unless I actually care. I don't care yet. You mm-hmm. just cliffhangered me on something I don't care about. I'm not like, oh, I can't wait to find out. I'm just annoyed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we will find out at the st- at the top of the new episode. Do you think that we'll close episode two with the elimination? That's really going to slow play it if if they wait a whole episode. It's still 24 more hours until the elimination. 24 hours is a long time in the circle. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely possible that we don't get an elimination. Um, but I, I think, I mean, you got to you got to give an elimination within two episodes or you know, mm-hmm. what are you doing? That's the yeah. whole point of the show. I wonder if we'll get the elimination and then we'll end the second episode with uh, the replacement coming in. That's definitely possible. Yeah. Like, we'll get the elimination, we'll go to a room, and then we'll end the episode with, like, new person logging into the circle. Yeah. So, we'll have a lot to do in the second episode. Um, so, all right, here come the ratings. Bryant, eighth. Wow. That was a shocker to me. It was not a shocker to me. I was fully expecting Bryant to be eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not only have we seen Trevor say a little bit of hate for Bryant, we also saw that Savannah rated Bryant last um, we saw that Brian's social skills amounted to uh, I want to be your best friend forever and many, many lifetimes. Please, let's be loyal to each other. Uh, and so it did not. Yeah, it did not surprise me at all that he was in last place here. OK, number seven, Emily. This one was a little more surprising, mostly because we, you know, according to Jack, a.k.a. Emily, like that was the best conversation he's ever had with a woman. Um, and for him, uh, it's right. It seemed to go seemed to go well. But. I think looking back, they must, they're probably suspecting he's a catfish. There's something going on here. 
because obviously he's put pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and River is surprised. River's like, "What? I rated Emily one." Uh, but I, I don't think he did actually. I'm pretty sure he put uh, Trevor one because mm-hmm. Trevor voted him uh, in the Rivers robot. Confused. Thing. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm losing hope in my author here. Okay, Chloe is six. She wanted to be at least top five. Uh, she ends up in uh, the sixth spot. I feel like Chloe is not long for the game. It's not looking great right now no it would not surprise me if chloe ends up being the one that is blocked from these two influencers uh you know it it, it, i think the only reason she wouldn't be is it just might seem a little savage because they have had a group chat with her but we don't know what kind of other conversations they've had uh there's a chance that uh, they have talked with everyone else and uh if so it would not surprise me if chloe was the one they, they booted we had a tie for fourth place it was courtney and river they're both they're both gonna take it yeah, they'll both take it. Uh, it's a good I spot to be. Was very surprised River was this high. I I was too. I was like, oh, there there's River. I forgot mm-hmm. about River. Yeah. Um. I also was surprised. Third place was Trevor. Now the work that Trevor did with Savannah came after they did the rankings. So yes. this was surprising. Yeah. I mean, we did see that Terralisha put Trevor fourth because she felt like I do kind of want him to stay around. I would like to investigate. Um, and, and figure out more about Trevor. Um, obviously, I would imagine that Chloe put Trevor in first place. Um, and uh, then, you know, I don't know where Emily went with it. I uh, don't know exactly where uh, Savannah went with it. But um, this could be where the tactical thing came in. Mm-hmm. Maybe people thought, oh, Trevor's rubbing people the wrong way. I can put him higher up. But uh, who knows? I, again, I feel like I'm just lacking so much information right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we had our uh, top two. It was Savannah and Terralisha. Who who was one and who was two? Terralisha was one. Wow, Savannah was two. There you go. Uh, they will get to be the influencers this week. But first, you're going to get to give immunity to one person each. Mm. That's going to really narrow things down. It is. And, it, you know, it, it really... It doesn't matter at all because the same people that are going to be giving immunity yeah. are going to be the ones who choose the evict, uh, the person to block. Um, but it it matters in the sense that it's very a very public show of who is basically your most important person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Tara Leisha is very right that this could either help or really hurt her game. Poor Chloe. Uh, she has a nervous wind now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, it's not helping. Not, it's not helping no. uh, for for her nerves. She's got to be very careful. Uh, she's she's all she's flinging herself all over the place, Rob. She's got to be very careful. Uh, and that's the end of Circle episode number one. That's it. Yeah, one down, eleven to go. There we go. Yeah, um, yeah. These uh, it was it was a fun start. I I was definitely left wanting more. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like you know probably the better experience is to uh, to continue on from this point. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts about the first episode? None other than uh, I hope it. I, I like. I do feel like I remember the first season also starting a little, feeling like it was a little off, and then I got yeah. really into it. So I'm hoping that's what happens this season. Do you have a a pick for uh, who is the elimination going to be? I think there's a decent chance it just might be River. Uh, we just saw so little Whoa. of River um, that uh, you like uh, like. I don't. I didn't see a single conversation River had. Yeah. In the so, entire episode. 
I don't know my circle edgic like you do. Do you feel like that they would get rid of somebody that we don't see a lot of or do they give them like sort of like the visibility spike because they're going to go home? I, I feel like um, in last season in the U.S., the first person eliminated was the like the model or whoever she was. Um, and I felt like we didn't really hear much from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like they tend to like uh, they really want to go in on their big characters. Um, and uh, so either they have big moments or they'll last a long time. If they're not going to stick around, they'll just kind of yeah. ignore them. If I recall going back to the first episode of last season, we did get to see like she had one private chat call with Joey. And so if we're going to look at that, I wonder, um, could it be uh, Bryant? Could Bryant be the first boot? That's definitely possible. Bryant was last place. I actually, when I saw Bryant's intro, it stuck out immediately as, oh, this this guy might be out early um, just because they didn't spend a lot of time on him. Yeah, uh, he is such a big character. Um, and they're giving a lot of time to him in the episode, but the intro was pretty short. Um, Courtney is another one that I'd be a little bit like, uh, I'm not sure where this is going to mm-hmm. go. I didn't feel like I got a lot from him in the episode either. Yeah. I just feel like that uh, the two women that are deciding, Terralisha and Savannah, I feel like that they did not really have a lot of bonding moments uh, with uh, with Brian. I think Emily is on the table also as somebody who they could be uh, a little bit sus about. Um and then uh, Chloe, I think, is also in the mix. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, worth noting, Savannah put Bryant in last place in her rankings. Uh, Tara Alicia put Chloe in last place in her rankings. So mm-hmm. um, it would not surprise me if those were two of the bigger people to potentially go. I, I don't think we would lose Chloe this early, which would lead a little bit more toward uh, Bryant, potentially. But there's another whole 24 hours for people to make an impression. Uh, do I trust Bryant to make a good one? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, but we're going to have to wait and see on that one. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention. Uh, Savannah says a couple times in, in this episode that uh, she'd be open to dating in the circle. Chloe, I'm single <clears throat> and ready to mingle. Single and ready oh. to mingle. That's been a minute since we heard that. Yeah. And uh, like how many mosquitoes does she need to fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be a good circle question uh, for the next episode. All right. Tarek, you uh, tease us at all with uh, what's coming up in Circle uh, Recap number two. In Circle Recap number two, uh, I'm going to be talking with a friend of Jack himself, uh, Bryce Isaiah. Yes. And uh, yes, he will be joining me. We'll talk about episode two. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on uh, how his his buddy's doing here. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully we'll get some Emily's. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some fun. It'll, it'll be a great time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that should be great. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our Circle podcast coverage at robhasawebsite.com, <laughs> period. Uh, or, or no, I'm screwing it up. Uh, period. R- Rob has a website, period, com, slash, uh, Circle podcast. <laughs> and we're also posting the videos here on YouTube. So uh, you can see us along the way. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button uh, to uh, get all of our circle coverage. Uh, plus also everything else that Taryn is doing on uh, Big Brother Canada. How about that? Yes, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Taryn, what else out. do you have coming up podcast wise? Um, just uh, Big Brother Canada stuff. We've got uh, the circle stuff. We just talked about Guatemala where we talked about uh, returning players. 
Um, that was a lot of fun. And uh, you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I'm always chatting about uh, all kinds of things over there if you want to uh, uh, chat with me, uh, a, a geezer. <laughs> yes, a geezer who gives good chat. Uh, yeah. Taryn Armstrong. Of course, uh, we'll have uh, all the rest of the circle coverage all along the way over these uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, plus, we are uh, currently doing our top 40 season countdown for Survivor. If you are just jumping into our podcast coverage, everything uh, Big Brother Canada, uh, wrapping up 90 Day Fiance as well, uh, plus uh, Tough as Nails, all at RobHasAWebsite.com. Happy to have you on board for our coverage of The Circle, Season 2 on Netflix. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance, and it's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote. See how much you could save. It's Geico. Easy. Visit geico.com today.